So, uh, yeah, welcome to the Days Off podcast. Yeah, welcome everyone. Uh, it's uh, Phil and Care back to deliver you a hot slice of something, at least. We don't know what it'll be yet. We still don't promote these things either, so it could literally be, you know, my wife and your mum listening to this. I can assure you my mum has never listened to... And you said Michelle episode. doesn't listen, right? She's... She doesn't listen either, which is kind of good in a way. It means I can talk about her. Uh, <laughs> oh, so this is like a way to vent and... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So uh, so how's your how's your week been? What have you been up to? Um, yeah, it's been okay, actually. I've actually been pretty productive. I've realised that uh, what I can do... See, I used to... Do you make lists of stuff to do? I do, but I cheat slightly. Tell, tell me what you were going to say first. Now. Well, basically, I used to make a weekly list of mm-hmm. stuff to get done throughout the week, and then I would just work off that. Uh, but what I found is that it's quite easy to just... I don't know, when it's a weekly list, you're just like, oh, I'll do that tomorrow, kind of thing. Yeah, as opposed yeah. to a daily, this is what needs to be done Exactly, today. so that's what I've been doing. I've been breaking it down and having like a daily list now. And I don't know if I'm actually getting more stuff done, or... Um, or it just seems it feels like, more it. like yeah, it. Yeah, it seems like it because you're, you know, you kind of like break stuff down into minutiae and then it feels like you're getting a lot of stuff done. But I mean, in the end, that's it's kind of what matters, I suppose, you know. Sorry, the, the dog has found a crumb on the floor that he's like, detect- I don't know yeah, what God that knows. is. No, he just comes and cleans your house. He eats all the dust. Yeah, he which is good. Eat. See, I, I slightly cheat with this because I do that as well and it probably is the same thing, the weekly thing, where... It's either I can get that done tomorrow or I kind of convince myself I've sort of achieved what I said I was gonna. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then suddenly there's like an addition to next week because it's yeah. like, actually, to finish it off, I need to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really easy to fall into that, though. I, I get guilty of planning too much stuff in advance as well. Yeah. Thinking like, oh, I can get all this stuff done in a day and I maybe get two things done out of like 10 because it's like much bigger tasks. Um, I went to Disney on Ice at the weekend. No way, seriously. Went to see Disney on Ice. We took uh, we took our niece um, to, to go and see it. How but, old is your niece? So Erin's like one and a half, she'll be two in August. So, so she won't remember that. So yeah, yeah, exactly. And she she enjoyed bits of it. And then other bits, she was so distracted she had to be taken out or she had a nap. or. But to be honest, the real reason we were going is because Holly wanted to see it. My wife wanted to see it. Okay. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. The kid was an excuse to go and see Disney on Ice. Um, it was pretty good, though. It was, it was, well, it was as good as it could be. And then <laughs> it got to, I thought it was the end. I got quite excited. They're like, right, okay, you know, we're, we're going to stop now. And it turned out it was intermission. So I was like, oh, Christ, we've still got more to go. <laughs> um, but it was fun. They had like Aladdin and The Lion King and like they did Mufasa's death. Wow. Pretty intense or nice. Do like, they have loads of wildebeest skaters? All kind of swooping round him and stuff as he's lying there helpless, writhing about. Wow. Um, and Simba's watching. Uh, yeah, the Lion King one was probably the best one, to be honest. Toy Story was pretty good as well. Uh, Aladdin was quite good. Um, they had like a big elephant. I don't know how they did that. Um, they also had a Pumbaa, actually, for the Lion King, which was pretty funny because it was clearly a person on all fours. Really? Who was skating, and at one point they're supposed to fall over, but the the costume was just like really comical. Um, but the last half of it, like 40 odd minutes worth, was just frozen. So every other film maybe had like 10, 15 minutes worth of stuff, and that was it. Yeah. But I think it's frozen such a big. 
It lends itself pretty well, I imagine, to ice skating. Yeah, but it was kind of hilarious. They had like a so it's a Elsa, like the blonde one, when it's when she's singing "Let It Go." So you know, you know, in the film and stuff, it's like she's away on her own and she's in her little kind of ice castle thing that she's constructed. Yeah. So she's singing this song, and then this kind of remote control like scissor lift appeared on the ice, and at first it looked quite sinister. It looked like it was following her, um, but it's supposed to be like the climax of the song. She gets onto the scissor lift and it like elevates, you know, Raises another, her up. yeah, another ten feet, something like that. Um, and there's like you know sparks and stuff, and just different things. It might be like this big showstopper moment. Yeah. Instead, it just looked like a really shit lift going up about ten foot, and then she had to sing an extra bit at the end to make the song work. So it was like she'd reached the climax, but then it was like she was stuck on this lift. So I had to sing a bit more to get back down to normal size. So there's like quite a few things like that where it's like, this isn't very well thought mm. through. Someone thought, that's going to be amazing. It's going to be like in the film when she's all high up. And instead it was, it's a woman on a lift. <laughs> it's not that magical. Yeah. Um, but Yeah, I think you're describing my nightmare there in terms of uh, live things to see. It's See, I mean, I've been to Florida and stuff. I've been to Disney World and seen the kind of shows and... Uh, you know the parades and all that kind of stuff they do there and that's amazing but that's because it's like you're surrounded by it and it's it's great there's characters in costume and you can interact with them because it's the Americans they just know how to do they stuff. commit yeah yeah and they go big yeah exactly whereas I don't know anything that we have like that here always feels a little bit kind of cheap or or we have to acknowledge that it's make believe as okay. opposed to like do you know what kind of think with American stuff sometimes like especially Disney and stuff yeah it's make believe but they act like it's real they sure. treat the whole thing. So I remember when we went to Florida, there was uh, <laughs> it was when we went to see Ariel. She was in like a little kind of cave thing. And it was all adults that were there. So I thought, oh, well, maybe she would kind of break character a bit. But no, she stayed in character the whole time. I was like, are you a sailor? And all this kind of stuff. Like, you're actually creeping me out. I'm a bit worried there's something wrong with you. Wow. Um, but they, they stick with it. Yeah. And they're like, they totally embrace it. Whereas I, I think we're kind of like quite was, averse to that almost. Was she hot? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. A lot, a lot of the. I mean, that's. I loved Florida. Um, <laughs> the Disney princesses. A lot of them were, were very, very nice, very nice ladies. Of course. Um, and yeah, I won't. I won't say any more about that. Uh, <laughs> but it was good. But yeah, I kind of think whenever. No, this. I don't think this is necessarily a British thing. The Disney on Ice, but just in general, I think we almost have like a bit of embarrassment about those kind of things. I think. Yeah, maybe. probably. Um, even when we're just watching them, there's a sense of like, oh, well, I know this isn't real. There's like maybe like a sense of detachment. We can't fully commit and go with it. You know what I mean? We don't want to look foolish, I think. Yeah. A lot of the time. So, but but yeah, no, it was good fun. And Erin enjoyed it for the bits she was awake for. Uh, we bought her like a wand as well. They had they had merch. So she got this kind of wand thing that was like 20 quid or 25 quid. It was, it was not worth that. Um, didn't realise that when we bought her it we basically gave her a weapon to hit other children with because <laughs> she's only little so she was waving it about she wasn't really meaning to hit anyone but sure yeah nearly blinded several people but that was fun so did that that was something unusual from my weekend sound yeah I don't really yeah what fun of... show did you go to no I didn't didn't catch any shows no not in not live anyway in terms of stuff I watched Watched the whole uh, second season of Fleabag. Remember we were discussing that last week? I've still only seen the first episode. Yeah. Um, is it good? Yeah, you happy with yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty decent. Pretty decent. I liked it, yeah. 
Yeah, I more kinda, of the same. I don't know why I've not gone back to watch it, to be fair. I think because I'm, I remember I was saying this last week or, or last time we did the podcast, that um, I heard a lot of people saying that it's really, really funny, but also so kind of dramatic and emotional. So I think I've kind of avoided it slightly because I know I'll need to pay attention and kind of get quite involved in it. I didn't, see, be honest, in terms of like hard hitting, I didn't really find it as bad as the first season, really. Okay. So I don't think they linger as much on her friend's uh, death mm-hmm. and her kind of like uh, guilt around that. Um, so yeah, I found it a little bit lighter, at least that's what I can remember from it. Did you see that Phoebe Waller-Bridge is now attached to... The new Bond film or something. Yeah, I saw something about that, yeah. To do rewrites. Is it not due? Is it next year it's meant to be out? I don't know. And they've still got script issues and like not started filming or... Yeah. So it seems a bit tight. Maybe, maybe they can do that, but... Hmm. Um, so they brought her on for writing? So I, I'm sure that I read they brought her on to do a writing in some capacity. I think they've got issues with the script, so... Okay. That'd be interesting. interesting. Yeah. Um, you watch anything else? Uh, let's see. I saw the first episode a few times of You versus Wild. I, I forgot to write this down, but yeah, I watched some of that. Did you Have you done the Alps episode? No, we only did the first episode. I was drinking uh. around at a friend's and we st- we watched the first one and then we went through it again and again and tried the, the, the different, different vari- yeah. like, uh Like at the start he says, do you want to take, uh, what is it, a grappling hook? Or uh, oh, it was the catapult, wasn't catapult. it? Catapult, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we tried different things with that, um, and different uh, what to do in like different scenarios, like to go through, follow the river, or to go through the bush, kind of thing, you know. And I think there's definitely one. I can't remember what we did. Pretty mm-hmm. drunk at this point, but uh, we managed to get to the end really quickly. You know, it got to the end of the episode really quick. I'd see. I'd played it, and I think I did a remove right in the first episode without meaning to, but got to the end so fast and was like, "These are really short." Yeah. But then obviously started to encounter. Uh, I made consciously. I made different choices or or the least likely choices um, in the next episode to kind of make it last a bit more. Right. But I really want to tell you about the Alps one, but it's not fair to spoil it. But they don't. They're, are they all totally separate? Um, so the the second episode carries on from the first. That's right? why I so thought because he had to like take he medicine rescued, or something yeah. like that to the village. So he's re- yeah. In the first one, there's the doctress that he has to rescue. Yeah. Um, and then it turns out she's not delivered the medicine to the village because she's not been able to. Yeah. So now you have to take that on. So that carries on, but then it's suddenly different scenarios. So like the Alps one, I think is. It's like a dog that's lost, like a, you know, one of these ones that would go and find like Saint hikers, yeah, yeah, that kind of thing, like go and find a, a missing hiker, like mountaineer or whatever. Um, but it's become a loss, so you have to go and rescue it. You have to track it and rescue it. Um, I really I, want to spoil it, but it's, I feel that you wouldn't do that in real life. I think to go and save the dog. I know. No, I, I think know. it'd be like sack it. It was funny though because yeah, I I made Holly play along with it, so I did the first steps of my own, and then. Got her to try the second one with me, and then the third one. She she hadn't. She was always picking the worst option. She's like, no, let's just like make his life terrible. But when it came to rescuing a dog, it was like, no, this is serious now. <laughs> we, we need to do the right thing to get this dog back and save it. Um, yeah, there's a bit in that episode where it's like, yep, that is a hundred percent what I'm going to make him do. Yeah, um, yeah, I really want to tell you. <laughs> Um, well, I will catch up with yeah, that yeah, next yeah. time. Uh, more stuff. Uh, not really that much more. I watched the second uh, episode of 
the second season of One Punch Man. It's good, mate. I'm liking it. Oh, I forgot about that, that actually. I mm-hmm. forgot you'd say about that. And, yeah, apart from that, it's really just news I want to talk about. But what about you? I watched Game of Thrones. Oh, man. Yes, I know. I'm like, you, you watched that, right? I can't believe it. I think I... Yeah, okay. What were right. your thoughts on it? What did you... Uh, are we discussing spoilers? Yeah. I sort of feel, yeah, because... Okay. I, see if anyone's interested in it. I'm assuming you've watched it I thought it, it was now. good. I thought it was fine. Yeah. yeah it's kind of like uh, it's setting everything up. Uh, it wasn't the sort of episode I necessarily thought it was going to be, but I kind of like that it was almost a bit lighter. I wasn't sure about John and Danny's whole new world moment on yeah. the dragons. <laughs> I know. I kind of it was those kind of bits that I was like, okay, I could sort of do without this, but it's kind of nice that it's just a. But some of the kind of like reunions were pretty cool, you know, uh, especially Jamie clocking Bran. I was going to say we yeah, I hadn't thought about that. I hadn't thought about... Because there's various things you're like, oh, it's like Arya's seen the Hound again or, you know, yeah. all these kind of things or like, you know, Sam's meeting Daenerys. And then, yeah, I hadn't thought about Jamie and Bran. So um, I saw an image from next week as well. So that looks kind of interesting, the, the follow-up from that. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was like a good foundation, right? I, I didn't realise there's so going to be so many mirrors between the first episode of like this season and the very first episode. I didn't, I didn't notice that. It's well, things... So remember, like, so obviously this one starts with, like, the army arriving and stuff. Remember the first one was, like, Robert and Cersei and, and the Lannister kind of army arriving at Winterfell. Yeah, okay. There's so many kind of parallels. If you go back and watch it, there's a lot of things. So, like, the little boy that's running around at the start is, like, the mirror for Arya running about at the start. And, yeah, it's good. It's worth re-watching the first episode and then comparing. Okay. Um, but it's pretty brutal. I felt bad for Sam finding out about his dad and his brother I mean his dad yeah. is a bit of a dick but his brother seemed okay yeah I, I, I vaguely remember them being burned but I can't remember the. I, I can't remember what I felt about Daenerys doing it at the time to be honest I don't think I really clocked at the time who they were yeah and it was only because it said you know I watched the kind of like the bit at the start previously in Game of Thrones and it showed mm. you that scene you're like ah, and then and no, but it was only later when she talked about yeah they wouldn't bend the knee, yeah, uh, and I was like oh it was those two, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I can't remember really what I felt towards Daenerys at the time. It seemed very harsh, but I think she had to make a statement as well. I, does. I think I think she's got to yeah she's got to do what she's got to do yeah. right now, and it's not like you know Cersei is a benevolent ruler no. or anything. I don't know what John's gonna do with the information that Sam gave him. I know that was a big thing. Yeah, does he does he clock that it's like, oh man, she's my auntie. Yeah, he didn't seem to think about that bit yet, did he? Yeah. It's almost kinda like, Oh, okay. But I don't know, I mean, he doesn't he doesn't seem like he wants to rule, but it does change things, so and is, would she be as willing to kinda bend the knee if he's the legit you know, kind of yeah, king. I, I don't. don't know. I don't know. I don't know what she, what her reaction would be yeah. if he came out and said, Oh, by the way, I'm your you know, your brother's child. Yeah. Legitimate child. Ugh, awkward. I know. And I, I kind of like that thing, though, of, of sort of... Daenerys is quite kind of, not preachy, but very much like, bend the knee, do this, do that. But if she was to realise that the legit claim was John, Yeah. And that she, I don't know if she would... Would she, like, would she bend kill him, like, immediately kind of thing? Yeah, you what would she do? Um... Will John act upon it, or will he try and not do anything about it? Or, yeah, 
Yeah, I, I don't know. If I was John, I would say, listen, Danny, I should really sit on their own throne, but there's too much going on just now. Let's just keep it as you, but yeah. like, how about I be king of the north? And, you know, we'll just do it that you way. You have the rest. And, yeah, and we'll just keep this to ourselves, that yeah. I'm, you know, a Targaryen. I really hope there's a scene that's exactly like this now. Like, tell you yeah. what, Danny, let's just keep this between us. Uh. <laughs> I want a scene where, they, you know, they they meet and she goes to kiss him and he's like, I'm just going to stop you there. Yeah. Just I, We really need to talk about something. Auntie. Yeah. Yeah. Auntie Danny. Definitely changes the angle. Hey, John might be into that even more now. That might be his kind of thing. It doesn't seem to be a huge, uh, I don't know, like a huge thing, incest. It doesn't seem to be a real roadblock. It's still mild compared to Jamie and Cersei. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's, that's full on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like the, I'm not the biggest fan of Sansa. Because I don't particularly think Sophie Turner's like a great, actor i think she does okay you know yeah it's maybe like i just find the character a bit boring but but that's maybe a little me. bit yeah she's had a shit time of it oh i know she's had a horrible time yeah, yeah. but but even uh the reason why i'm saying sophie turner as well is just like even in the x-men stuff i don't think she's particularly great like i'm not really convinced that she's that good but anyway um her thing when she was chatting with Tyrion about like, oh, you trusted Cersei? And the look on Tyrion's face is like, oh yeah, shit, she lies all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm still convinced he made some kind of deal with her though, with Cersei at the end of last season. He took too long to return to everyone. Yeah, probably. There's something but then, other. But then, well, Cersei sent Bronn out, hasn't she? But she's still two-faced though, right? So she could have so. made a deal and she, yeah. She sent know. him out to kill Jamie and is it, has, has she sent him to do that though, or is it just if they return, isn't it? Is it not if they return, he's to do that? I don't know. I didn't. Maybe I didn't not. get that. Maybe I got it wrong. The way I understood it, Quiburn is like you know, think of what she would do for someone who kills her, you know, traitorous brothers. Yeah. That was another oh, scene know. that was like the first episode. So mind when we first meet Terry and he's in the brothel and stuff, and that's why then Bronn was in the brothel and all oh, right, yeah, there's like loads of scenes like that. Um, no, it was good. I did enjoy it. I'm kind of I'm hoping for more development next week though. We yeah, get, I mean they've got to move at a fair clip because five, five episodes, to go, five yeah. to go. Yeah. Um, did you see that there's footage kicking about from the Mandalorian? No. Oh, I saw this earlier on. Uh, I think it was on. Star Wars Daily or something like that. It's on Instagram. Um, but I think that Star Wars celebration thing has been going on. Um, so you know how when they showed Rise of Skywalker trailer. Yeah. And there was like Ian McDermott and all that kind of stuff. That so, was my that was one of my talking points as well. The, yeah, the it, trailer. Yeah, did you yeah, what do you think of the trailer? It's alright. I mean it's not It's a trailer. It's <laughs> a te- it's it's really a teaser, isn't it? Yeah. Like it's Yeah, cool, fine. Um they like to start with heavy breathing. They <laughs> do. Every trailer's yeah. like... <sighs> yeah, yeah. We get Ray this time, don't we? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I mean, the kind of... The, the twist at the end, the kind of Emperor laugh, mm-hmm. was something else. I also read that they'd planned on bringing back the Emperor before Force Awakens. Like, I think that was on the cards yeah. to do that. Mm-hmm. Because remember when we were talking about it, we thought, like, oh, is it just maybe because... Mm-hmm. Uh, you Snoke. know they killed Snoke in the last one that you know JJ's kind of 
he needs a big bad now. Yeah, because Kylo on his own isn't really legit <coughs> big bad. Well, he's still kind of like... A lot of people are speculating the rise of the Skywalker kind of hints towards him still going good yeah. in the end. Yeah. Um, I think. So, I, I don't know, man. Um, yeah, no, I read that as well about the Emperor always being kind of planned. And to be fair, when you think back to Return of the Jedi, it's like it's not 100% clear what happens to him. He gets thrown off that thing, but, you know... We've seen what Jedi's and Sith and stuff can do, so it's feasible that he's still kicking around. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm excited for it, but I was gonna be excited for it anyway without seeing the trailer. So, um, but yeah, yeah it's, it's celebrations anyway. They had footage from the Mandalorian as well. It looks really good. Oh, really? Um, yeah, I'll need to get you a link so you can see it. But it looks really interesting. Um, I think just having like a TV show, like a live action TV show in the Star Wars universe, will be kind of fun. Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, if they can do Star Trek, then why not? No, exactly. And it looked it looked in a similar sort of vein to how Rogue One was shot. Okay. Like, mind it was quite kind of gritty and a little bit more sure. darker. Like a than, war film. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks much more along those kind of lines, the way that it's been done. So I'm kind of excited for it. But yeah, I'll need to get you the link so you can see it, because it looks really good. Um, I'm trying to think what else I've watched, actually. I've not really watched a lot of stuff. Got Avengers next week. That's, That's crept right. up out of nowhere. Yep, yep, yep. Avengers next week. Um, we've got right. So we've got Avengers next week at the the midnight screening. Um, same. And then Holly and I have our twenty week scan uh, the next morning at like ten in the morning. So oh, that's gonna be that's gonna be fun. Well, I've got a flight to London at seven in the morning. The you just need morning. to stay up though, right? I think so. I'm gonna have to do something, yeah, you know, with my sleep pattern to to deal that out. Maybe catch like a couple hours kip, but yeah, it's got to be done. I, I'm thinking Michelle's going to be annoyed at me because the next day it's her first day in London, so I'm going to be tired, probably. Grouchy. Yeah, yeah. She'll be like, "Why did you do that?" And I was just like, "Michelle, the Avengers come first. Yeah, yeah. You've got to know where you rank <laughs> yeah. after these twenty superheroes. <laughs> exactly. Marvel was in my life before you. Yeah, yeah. They've committed several years to your life, so you know. Um, yeah, I think I've slowly convinced Holly to let me find out the gender of the, the baby, potentially. So Good. It's, it makes no sense to me. But I do feel slightly guilty because now she's sort of saying that, I, that we could find out. I feel like I've forced her to do it. So I'm kind of like, oh, is that sort of a shame if she wants a surprise? So I'm now second-guessing myself. Well, you know, I think you should just present your case. But ultimately, I think you have to defer to, you know, she's doing all the work. I said that yeah. to her. I was like, whatever you want, I'm totally fine with. Yeah. It's cool not knowing. But I think it's a really compelling case to say, listen, I I would like to get to know as much about my baby as soon as possible kind of thing. And I think knowing the gender, I don't know, you might feel a little bit closer now. Maybe you could start thinking of names. You can yeah. even name it before it's born. You know what I mean? And then it's kind of like you've already got more of a link. Do you know what I mean? I think, yeah, you've got like an idea of, of what they'll be like because it'll be like, well, what was Holly like when she was a little girl or what was I like when I was a little boy? All that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. you know, you'll kind of know that stuff. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll find out. Maybe next time we do the podcast, I'll know. Or I'll pretend not to know. Exciting. I'll get out of you. It will be kind of cool. It's, I can't believe we're halfway though. That's like, so that that's a halfway point next week, which is mad. Um, so yeah, it's, proper flying and we need to start getting the flat sorted and everything we uh, Alfie doesn't get a room anymore Dog doesn't get his own room really so you have to um, share he I mean to be fair he's in well as most of the time anyway but he's got 
his little setup in there. Right. Um, so we need to clear that, which is basically my office that's got his bed in it. Um, so that's all got to get cleared, get decorated, start buying stuff. But I think we're going to still try and hold off a while though and wait till near the time, make sure everything's okay. And yeah. Then start getting stuff. But that'd be fun. Didn't know how expensive prams are. Prams are, are a stupid amount of money. Like, really? Like you could spend like a grand on a pram. Wow. Like, I mean, depending on what you want, but like, Silver Cross ones and all those kind of like fancy prams are, are crazy money. Um, yeah. I don't know. Would you, can you just strap it to you? Yeah, like a little papoose. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think Alfie might be jealous, so maybe I'd have to have him at one side <coughs> and the kid at the other. Yeah. Alfie in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen those backpacks? Actually, you can get that for hiking if you take your dog. And <laughs> it's basically, it kind of tightens up so that once they're tired, you can put them in the backpack and carry them. Oh, really? Like Yoda. Dogs don't get tired though. He, no, I know. He would keep going. I think on Sunday, um, I'm going out well and to, to go like a big walk with Alfie. And I was saying that's so like, oh, I might get tired. And it's like, he won't get tired. I'll be tired. He'll be fine. No, he'll be fine. And he'll do it twice. Do yeah. You know what I mean, because he'll run up. 30 feet ahead then he'll run back and then he'll keep doing <laughs> yeah. that because whenever we meet dog walkers you know there's there's certain things that people always say on hikes Ben Lomond is a great one for it's like Sucky Hall Street here you know just because it's always really busy yeah. you're always going to get that if someone's walking a dog they'll always say they've done it twice or something to that effect you know it's I know it's the same when I walk him normally there's like you always have to chat about the weather or something with someone. There's just set things that come up where it's like, oh, you know, he's so cheeky, right? Come on, you. Like, trying to get him to yeah. not annoy the other dog. Um, do you have a topic for this week? Well, actually, my final thing I just wanted to discuss, I don't know if you saw this, but uh, they talked about the specs for the PS5, the next PlayStation. I've not seen them. I heard there was something about it, but yeah. Well, I don't know if you're... I mean, like, I'm not particularly that technically minded, so I don't really know what a lot of stuff means because they said it can do, like, ray tracing and, like, 8K stuff. If that's just video playback, I'm not sure. And they, it can also do, like... Uh, it's got a solid-state drive. Right. So they were what they were saying is that it will, like... It will benefit, like... PS4 game. It's also backwards compatible. I so heard that, but yeah, it'll benefit PS4 games. Like the 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 thing that they did, they did like fast travel in Spider Man. Like when you travel, you know, when you take the subway and you yeah, go yeah. somewhere. On the PS4, it takes fifteen seconds loading time. Mm-hmm. But in the PS5, it was 0.8 of a second to go between Jesus. them because of the solid state drive. It could just pull all the information much faster. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that was pretty cool, but obviously still no word in price or like what it looks like or anything. And like it's that. next year, isn't it? It's not this year. It's not this year. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. No. So we imagine it'll be next year. But a lot of people, a lot, of, you know, a, a lot of people online were saying that it's gonna, it's probably gonna cost mega bucks because they were like breaking down the parts and stuff like that. Yeah. And like to build an equivalent PC, it was like I don't know, like eighteen hundred quid or something like that. But then the guy, uh, Mark Sherney, I think the guy is the architect, mm. he was saying that, no, it will be, you know, still appealing to consumers. So Well, I saw there was a leak about the price, whether it's right or not, but it was saying like... $500, yeah. I think, is the kind of figure. Well, that's that what the Pro on. is, right? That's it's round, I think the PS4 Pro is, is round it? about that. Yeah, right. maybe a little less, but not far off it. Yeah. Um. So that sounds about right. Yeah. Still works with the old VR, although I think they are developing like the next gen of VR as yeah. well. Yeah, how long's VR been out now? That's like a good couple of years a at while. least, right? The first yeah. version. 
Well, yeah. I well, there was a slightly modified one, right? Actually, I think the I heads. So I think the headsets were changed slightly for like a sort of V two version, but it's not really. I think it was just to do with the physical set as opposed to gaming stuff. Um, yeah, no, that'd be cool. I wonder what Xbox will do then. I wonder where. Well, that's I imagine. At. I imagine we'll probably find out at E three because Sony aren't going, so it's just kind of like. Microsoft, I think EA, Nintendo might do like a little directing. Obviously, they don't really go, but they yeah. show a video kind of thing. Are Sony not going because they've got their own kind of thing? Uh, I don't know if they've got their own thing, but I think they just kind of said, listen, you kind of know the games that are coming out, like Last of Us Part 2, Ghost of Tsushima, yeah. stuff like that, Death Stranding. I think they're kind of saying it's like, we don't really have anything specific to show you. They, I don't think they've outright came and said that, but I yeah. think they've said that, listen, the format's changing, and a lot of kind of commentators on the industry agree that E3 is kind of on the way out to right. have this huge show, whereas you, we, they think that it might go down what Nintendo do, and is every few months they'll put out a Nintendo Direct, you yeah. know, live, and they'll just show trailers and announcements and stuff like that. Yeah. The PlayStation already have, I think they've got their own thing, the PlayStation Experience. Right every year so maybe they're just gonna do stuff for that or I don't know especially if they're gonna launch next year I guess they'll they'll at least have more emphasis on PS5 stuff you would imagine that's the thing they'll 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 have their own I remember when they announced the PS4 they put on their own event mm. in New York to kind of show that off yeah um, so yeah I think so I mean Microsoft mentioned their next thing it was, I don't know what they called it, Scorpio? Did they call it? They called it something. Yeah, Project Scorpio, wasn't it? Like, yeah, and they were talking about... They, they, they spoke about it a little bit. So, yeah, yeah maybe, they'll, maybe they'll release something. I think a lot of people are thinking that Microsoft will bring theirs out first. Mm-hmm. You know, because they've lost this gen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They think I kind of... I think they, they've stopped telling people how many units they've sold. I've heard between 40, 50 million kind of thing. PS4's mm-hmm. approaching 100 million yeah. just now. So I think at the same time, Sony doesn't want to kind of... I think they'll announce that fairly close to the release date because I don't think they want to stop people from buying PS4s just now because obviously they're selling, yeah, still yeah, selling yeah. really well. Uh, but yeah, that's it for me. Yeah. Um, in terms of topic, oh no, quickly, I just wanted to revisit a topic. You remember last week you talked about is football boring? Yeah, is you this... talked about the first leg of the Tottenham Man City game. <laughs> Scotty told me about this earlier. Yeah. Was it amazing? Yeah, oh, incredible, incredible. I missed the first four goals because I arrived like twenty minutes late, round with my mates, and it was yeah. all already uh, two each. I think it was. I heard it was really good. Yeah. And it was nuts. And then at the end, you know, Tottenham were in control. They were going through and away goals. And then in like the 88th or 89th minute, City got a goal and the place erupted. <laughs> and like the, the manager was running down the line. Everyone was going nuts. But then the ref brings it back for VAR because they've got the video yeah. thing now. And it got given us offside. So it was. it's like the VAR, I'm not sure if I like it or hate it, but it's added in this extra element of, the. I mean, the place was just so full of joy and relief and it was just snatched away, like Jesus. immediately. Yeah. You know? yeah, is that like the kind of Hawkeye sort of thing, isn't it? That, like... Yeah, kind of. Well, it's, it's, it's not crazy technology like Hawkeye or anything, but it's just like um, you've got a, another official watching on the, on the kind of... Uh, replay yeah. and he'll let the referee know it's like listen we should take another look at that Yeah, and then sometimes 
you know, they'll say, listen, it's a clear offside and the ref will just say no. Yeah. Another time they're like, because there was another thing for Tottenham's goal, it was a potential handball and the referee had to go to the side of the pitch and they've got a TV there right. and he's rewinding and going forward and rewinding again. to see if it like hits off his arm or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just basically, it's kind of like rugby, I guess. I think rugby have that where you're allowed to watch the replays and yeah, then make yeah. a decision or take back a decision. After it's not that. like Hawkeye swooping about and you see... <laughs> no, it's <laughs> not, yeah, it's not like you, yeah, you don't really like have Like the snooker or whatever. No. I think you do have goal line technology, so maybe they might go back and see if the ball actually went over the line. Sometimes mm. if it like bounces off the bar and then quickly bounces out, they might kind of like go back Aye, and if see it went like that if it's way, like, yeah, yeah. If, it, if it wedged in or not. Yeah. Um, but no, I just wanted to say, you know, sometimes, sometimes football is thrilling. I know, no, that does sound like a lot more fun. I mean, to be fair, this is, I think I was saying that about F1 last week of like, F1 can be like that where it's, you know, there's amazing stuff and then lots of dullness in between the, it was the thousandth Grand Prix at yeah. the weekend in Shanghai. It was the dullest fucking race I've seen really? in ages. Nothing happened. You it said, was, oh, you should watch this, Phil. It's the thousandth race. I th- well this is the thing they did all this hype and they're like it's going to be an amazing race like, and it's normally really good for overtaking last year it was a really good race um, Lewis one, so he? yeah and it was just really boring and then he, he got you know he was starting from second and he got the better getaway and the race was won right from the start and that, and that was, was it. it yeah it was like okay nothing's going to happen now brilliant so that was worth getting up early for <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but see right I've not really got a topic I was actually going <clears> to <throat> I was going to say about the, the Notre Dame stuff Oh yeah, you know, the the fire obviously, um, like a couple of things about that. I didn't realize there was a copycat thing that was prevented in New York. Did you see that? I heard about that. Yeah, a chap got stopped in St. Patrick's. Yeah, yeah, and he had like two jerry cans and a lighter, and it was like it was on the Wednesday. So was that the day after? Right. Yeah. Or something. Something. So there, I saw about that, but no. What I was actually going to say was about the. The donations for that. Do you see that it's like... I've heard people talking about this. Yeah, they got like 300 mil within the first five minutes or yeah, something. it's like 900 mil or something now, I think, if not more. Wow. Which is, is crazy. <laughs> yeah, well, this thing, it's, well, this was kind of my point of like, I saw a lot of people saying that about... On the one hand, there was queries about whether it was for tax breaks, and that was partly why... People, right, okay. Like the fancy. So it's the mega rich. It's crazy okay. mega rich people who instantly Counts are like, like a charitable donation. Or yeah, something like that. yeah. Right, okay. So there was that kind of thing, but no, just about like that kind of spend. Like, think of what else they could do with that money. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard people say this. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. There's, there's obviously you know thousands, probably millions of people in real hardship just now, but that church goes on fire and immediately. There's, there's like astronomical amounts of huge money. Huge amounts of money to take care of it. Yeah. yeah. It's just insane. And it's like, I get that, all right, maybe there's value in the tourism side of it, you know? So maybe if you work out what money that would bring. Yeah, that's all up. Paris has pretty much, I think. Just that cathedral. Yeah, there's nothing else in Paris. You know what I mean, though? Like, I no, 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 no. I, I, yeah, I, I know what you mean, but I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's more symbolic in nature. You yeah. know what I mean? like I don't know religion or uh, yeah, western stuff didn't or... the church ask for donations as well I <laughs> saw people being like Jesus they're like one of the richest organisations in the world they do not need money yeah like yeah. they could pay for this if they wanted um, but yeah I just I do kind of question how you could justify spending that amount of money repairing it 
Like, it's a beautiful building and stuff. It's not for that. And I can appreciate that it'll look amazing when it's fixed. But when you think, yeah, that could go on, like, cancer research or, yeah. you know, dealing with issues with homelessness or whatever, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, I know. And I don't know, like, how beneficial it is to know how much is in the pot to fix it. Like, do they even know how much it's going to cost to fix because what yeah. if you bring in a contractor and they're like, how much do you have? 900 mil. It's, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny you have that because it's exactly how much it costs. I know. It's so weird. I know. It's like... Maybe more. So just keep donating, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We really need some more money. Um, I, I mean, I imagine it must cost a fortune, which is fine, but it just seems like such a... Any, any kind of thing like that. Like, I mean, see the, the restoration stuff for Big Ben. Like, I don't know what that costs. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, there's a benefit to doing it and stuff, and it's worth preserving buildings, so it's probably not quite the same thing. But, again, there has to be an element of, like, being able to justify preserving heritage, but equally, like, caring for the people who are in a lot of need and can't care for themselves. Like, it's insane. Same with all the Brexit shit. Like, it's such a... If you actually put that money to helping people, as opposed to offsetting it for some stupid political notion of you know, independence and taking back sovereignty and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, it's just, it drives me mad, that kind of stuff. It's all it's all symbolic, but it's got fuck all to do with the people that are living here just now. Yeah, no, I know. They're all, it's all the same kind of thing of like, it's not really caring for people, it's caring for an imagined people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, I don't know, mate. I don't know if it's, if it's... It's not really a topic, it's a rant. (laughs) Yeah, but like at the same time, it's like, I don't know, like it does seem like an extraordinary amount of money and it's, you know, generated really quickly and stuff like that. But at the same time, like that money wasn't going to the homeless anyway. Do you know what I mean? No, it wasn't no, I like know. Uh, I know. it's not like, okay, stop the homeless programs. Let's <laughs> redirect those funds to this church now. But it's, I guess there's an element of like it. It shows that it's maybe about your your field of not your field of influence. That's not what I'm quite trying to say. But it's maybe about your context, the life that you live in. So for these French billionaires, that building is symbolic of you know their country, and it's something that they feel strongly and passionately about because it kind of relates to the world that they operate in whereas things like homelessness and you know maybe kind of healthcare stuff or whatever is maybe just slightly less visible to them those issues so they maybe don't think in the first place that actually i could do something to really make however many people's lives better no exactly exactly Um, maybe it's harder to track how well that's going whereas if you put a bunch of money into Notre Dame in a few years it looks amazing you're yeah. like oh yeah cool yeah you know, I did this, that <laughs> yeah exactly maybe they'll get like a little plaque or something like I don't know I don't know but it just yeah it seems a bit unfair it does way. it does yeah no I get it yeah so that was more of a rant than a topic but it's just like I, no, I dri- no, no, it, I it drives it. me a bit mad yeah yeah I get it it's uh, it's all it's the like same break stuff it's all the same stuff kind of idea it's a notion of like nationhood and what we represent but yeah it's actually it's it's fine to have that kind of history and to to honor your heritage and remember and blah 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 but you need to live now yeah yeah just live in the past Mm, i know 
how important is that stuff really? And I don't know an answer to that really. You no, know? Same. yeah, and it, it does, does have its place. Yeah, like, of yeah, course, yeah, for but... sure. I think it's the same thing. It's probably the same thing that people talk about the monarchy. Yeah, you know, to someone like me, it's a, it's embarrassing almost to kind of like, yeah. oh, we've still got a queen. That's like, it's like so two hundred years ago. You know, I suppose it's kind of. In a way, it's maybe similar to like the states as well, though. With like the flag, you know, what I mean, like there's the yeah, very strong our, American ideas. Yeah, we've all like, got our own our own symbols and stuff yeah. like that. At least the flag doesn't require tax money. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's it is a symbol. It's not a family and a bunch of castles. Yeah, you know. But then again, you know, maybe the Queen... I mean, I've heard people talk about the tourism and stuff. I don't really buy that argument because France got rid of their monarchy. And I think they're number one for tourism globally. You know, they've you know, they got a lot of other nice shit that they can fall back on. You know, and people talk about the tourism. Oh, she brings in money for tourism. It's like, well, you know, if she wasn't there and you had, you know, the palace open and you could walk about it, you you would still bring it... We still have all the history, you know. Yeah. Um... Yeah, but then maybe the Queen means something stronger, almost almost metaphysically in like a symbolic way where she kind of is valued for money, I don't know, as like a yeah. figurehead or something. I don't know. I don't know. It's the same though, like people being really caught up in like Will and Kate and all that kind of stuff, isn't it? Like, yeah. they kind of, at least they're slightly more accessible, but... yeah. That's kind of strange. It's almost like celebrity culture, right? Where sure. they've got their Instagram and yeah. all that kind of stuff. But yeah, yeah they're just the same thing continuing again. All right. <laughs> you came in with a heavy topic today. I know. Sorry. I'm ranting. Okay. I'm going to do something a little bit lighter. Yay. I discussed this. It was going off of the you versus wild thing. Mm-hmm. Discussed this with my friends. What is the best biome to be stranded in? And what is the worst biome to be stranded in? So think about the kind of thing that you need in terms of like building a shelter or getting access to water and food and maybe traversal as well to like get through it, mm-hmm. you know. What would be the best biome? So if you're thinking of like mountains or forest or jungle or desert, you know. Mm. And then I can tell you what we landed on. <laughs> I'm guessing desert's not high up, right? Because you've not really got no, it's many. Low. Yeah, you've got... It's one of the lowest, actually. You've got, like, NAFOL to work with, which is depressing. Mountain... It depends on... Yeah, it depends on the climate a little bit, right? Maybe you'll have, like, a cave or something that you can work with if you're in, like, mountain terrain. There's maybe, like, more natural shelter without you having to really construct anything. Yeah. Um, But then what grows on the mountain? What, What can you eat? Or what can you catch? Is there stuff that's living there? Um, forest. Forest seems like a a potentially obvious thing, but I'm assuming there is a lot more potential predators and stuff there as well. Maybe. Hmm. What did you land on? What was yours? We landed on probably the best would be jungle mm-hmm. for resources. Mm-hmm. So, you know, rainforest, shit ton of fresh water. You know what I mean? It rains a ton yeah. every day. There's gonna be, there's bound to be like a bunch of streams and whatnot, you know. Uh, ton, ton, ton of wildlife. Mm-hmm. You know, like insects, all that crap. 
<laughs> nature. Yeah. <laughs> Not a huge amount of... At least I don't think there's a massive amount of predators. I mean, there's shit that could fuck you up, like chimps, or there are, like, jaguars or, you know, leopards. I don't know which one, but... Uh, I was going to say, I imagine there's probably more things as well you need to watch that you don't eat the wrong thing or... Yeah, eating the wrong thing or... And, and also, uh, the, the main thing was poisonous or venomous, rather, insects yeah. and snakes yeah, yeah, and yeah, things yeah. like that. That was tricky. So the abundance of wildlife kind of goes against you a little bit there. Would you be... Also, sleep- traversal could be tricky because yeah. it's quite thick forest... Would you sleep on like forest floor or would you be like, would you have to construct like a little shelter? Well, I think you could maybe do an elevated platform, slightly elevated, just to Mm. get the way the ants and stuff and the bugs and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, But I think there's enough trees and wood there. I'm imagining you've got basic tools as well, like a little hatchet or a knife or something like that. You know, maybe some twine. There's a thing in the, again, not really to spoil it, but in the You Versus Wild, there's like the Alps episode where there's an option to build like a snow cave yeah okay which was like something i hadn't really seen before and i was like that looks so precarious but it actually seemed like a really cool little shelter where i'm like i would not oh, have yeah, thought it works works yeah. really well i i don't really watch those kind of shows though, so i was a bit like oh, oh i do that's man. cool yeah i like those kind of did you actually sorry just to go off topic really quickly did you watch that sas thing that's on the the stand up to cancer i can't remember what the show's actually called it's on channel four um, and it's basically it's like 12 celebrities or whatever where they're putting them through like SAS drills and stuff but it's pretty good it's oh, pretty yeah. interesting yeah I think it's not it's like a normal show with like normally there's not celebrities in it yeah um, but it was it was kind of brutal um, but those sorts of survival skills like you might like it just for that actually it was pretty cool um, sorry tangent. interesting yeah um, yeah Rainforest kind of makes sense I would be I don't know if the abundance of life would be a pro or a con. I feel like it could potentially be a, a con. Well, there's a bit of both. Like I'm saying, there's obviously, you know, maybe some predators and venomous stuff. Yeah. Uh, also bugs, you know, biting bugs, even like mosquitoes and things like that. Yeah. But I don't think you're going to go hungry. No, no. At least, you know, on a mountain or even like regular forest, say like a pine forest or something like that. There could still be food, but I think it'd be much harder to catch. You maybe have to set traps for rabbits or, yeah. or things like that. And, you know, if there's a fucking bear, you're screwed, man. You sleep really, really high off the forest floor. For a black bear, it'll climb that. Yeah. You might just want a little cuddle. Maybe fine. Nah. Um, no, that's cool. That's interesting. I think the worst, we came in the worst, was hands down the ocean. So being stranded in the sea. terrible. Yeah. yeah. It's not your natural habitat. It's not land. No. You know. But same, same with desert stuff. Desert, desert is like a... Yeah, that I, I kind of put that as like the next worst, you know. Because very little wildlife, very little water. Yeah. Yeah, no, that would not be good. Did you watch um, the Mongolia special, the Grand Tour? No. It's, it's worth watching, where they just kind of get abandoned and they have to make their way to... I think the town's called Moron. They're just kind of left their own device, but they've got to build a car. So they're given all the parts to construct a car on their own. Right, okay. Um, but it's kind of sort of desert-like area that they're dropped off in. Right. And then they have to make their way based on this pretty shoddy map. But it's really cool because there's like survival skills in it to an extent. But it's like, how do you traverse all this different kind of terrain? And 
yeah, how would you survive? There's like nothing there. It's pretty. Uh, you should watch it. It's like second yeah. last episode. See, that's stopped actually. That's that's the show done. Oh really? Yeah. So they're gonna do. I think they're still gonna do some specials for Amazon now and again. But the show as it is just now is finished. Oh okay. So, but um, I do have an idea for more for next week. It's an element of of homework to a certain extent, or next time if you're in London. I don't know if we'll get this done next week. Um, there's a podcast called Perfect Night In. And it's basically planning the perfect night of TV for you. So it can be anything. It can be like from your childhood or present day or whatever. So imagine you had to make a TV schedule from like tea time until, you know, watershed or whatever. So plan out your... So what are we talking then? What's tea time? Well, tea time's, I don't know, like half five, six, something like that. Okay. Plan out, you know... Like a top three, four hours of telly? Yeah, yeah. So you go up to like 10 o'clock or something like that. Okay. But, you know, based on, like, trying to stick with when shows would naturally be on and stuff as well, potentially. Oh, bloody hell. You don't need to worry about that too much. But <laughs> No, but silly things, like, say if it was from 6, I'd normally watch The Simpsons at 6, or, okay. like, you know, that kind of thing. But I think it could be kind of fun as a little bit of homework. It could be terrible. You might be like, I don't want to do all that. But the podcast is pretty cool, because people normally justify their choices, and it's, like, an element of, like, well, I love this show because of my childhood, or it's a show I shared with my wife, or whatever. So, oh, that could be kind of fun. Okay. Your dog is begging with his eyes to be he, let out. He I think. wants to go pee, I think, based on that. So let's base. wrap this up. I think he also hit the tr- the thingy there. Which, yeah. Sorry if you heard that. Folks. That was the dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> his face is hilarious. I know. He's the only dog I know that kind of unintentionally sticks his teeth out quite a lot and shows off his little gap tooth. You're well, very handsome. Well, he's part pug. Isn't he? So well, this is. The, I don't know if you've seen like other uh, other jugs. To clarify, the dog is a jug. That's nothing. Sick. Which is so a half Jack Russell, half pug. Yeah. But a lot of jugs when they're uh, <laughs> when they're born or when they you know when they start to grow up, they they have like an underbite. Uh huh. So the bottom set of teeth will really stick out a lot. He got teeth taken out when he was little at the back to correct it. But you'll see a ton of them, and they've got their face like that, but their teeth are sticking out. Like right. Here. Okay. So, but you look beautiful, obviously. Uh, on that note, yeah, let's wrap this up. So, so, yeah, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening. Um, if you like this, please, uh, I don't know, like, share, uh, talk about it, leave us a review. That'd be nice. Yeah, and we'll, five stars, please. Yeah, assuming that's the maximum. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we'll be back uh, at some point you're away to London and stuff so I don't know if we'll do it next week or the week after we'll be back at some point we'll do it uh, yeah the week after well if it's post London then we need to do an Avengers special yeah yeah okay so we just say we'll do that yeah I'll back on the Tuesday maybe the following Wednesday or something yeah we'll do an Avengers special we'll talk about our perfect night of telly and no more ranting about bad things I'll, I love sh- a, I'll shut love up a good time yeah love a good <laughs> right. time thank you catch you in alright alright take it easy bye